Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast, coming up. Sometimes it happens in such a short time, like even like a week, you know, when they start applying um, my sort of protocols to their diet, they'll say, you know, they went to the hairdresser and the hairdresser actually commented on how thick their hair was and how much healthier their hair was. Um, Their nails will start growing at a rapid rate. Um, They'll notice they have like fewer fine lines. Um, Their face starts sharpening up uh, because they lose that kind of puffiness that you get often with a sort of refined refined carbohydrates kind of give you like a bit of a what I call a carb face you know you start getting that puffiness you start looking a bit like dough. I'm your host Danielle Collins and I'm the world leading face yoga expert best-selling author of the book Danielle Collins face yoga and creator of the international teacher training program the Danielle Collins face yoga method. 17 years ago I healed myself from chronic illness and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing and serving millions of people in person, on TV and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Hello friends and welcome back to the podcast. We are almost at Christmas and I have a really lovely episode for you this week. I am speaking to Star Kachara and she has 20 years experience in nutrition and skincare. And in this week's episode, she talks a lot about what we can do for our skin when it comes to food. She talks about the five ways we can boost collagen in our skin. She talks talks about ways that we can eat and drink healthier through the Christmas period and through New Year. She talks about her favourite foods and she really brings her experience, which comes from writing books, owning skincare companies. She owns a beauty nutrition academy and she brings all of that experience into our chat. So I know you're going to love this podcast and find lots of really helpful nuggets of information that you can just take away and put into your daily life straight away. So before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to let you know a little bit about my 10-day course. So this is fab, particularly if you're thinking, I really just want to kickstart my face yoga for the new year. My 10-day course is for personal use only, so it's not our teacher training course, and you get 10 minutes every day of face yoga for 10 days. So each day you'll be working the entire face working all the key muscles were lifting and toning and firming lots of lovely facial exercise massage acupressure relaxation and well-being in there you just spend 10 minutes doing that every day and after the 10 days you should see amazing results for the skin and the best thing about the 10-day course is you get a full digital copy of my book Danielle Collins Face Yoga with it as well which is packed full of skincare advice wellness advice of course all of the face yoga techniques yoga advice nutrition advice. So that is a course that you can get from faceyogaexpert.com slash shop. And it's a great one to do, particularly if you are wanting to just kickstart healthy skin for the new year. So let's get into this week's episode with the wonderful star. 
start a huge welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. How are you doing today? Uh, hi, Danielle. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm super well. <laughs> oh, that's so lovely to hear, especially in 2020. How has your year been? Um, yeah, a bit of a mixed bag like everyone else's probably, but I'm pretty resilient. So I've just been using the time to, you know, get on with my work, do more research. Um, it's quite, it's actually been quite nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. And a lot of what you do is online anyway, isn't it? So I guess that's a, a sort of blessing, particularly when you do have to stay at home at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I work um, from home and from my MacBook, so um, I haven't really been badly affected by by what's going on. And it's just nice to have that freedom that I'm, I'm lucky, yes, that I've built a business around information. <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure. And one of the big pieces of information that you so beautifully share with us all the time is the importance of food for the skin. I know you have written books on it. You're in the process of writing more books on it. <laughs> and how important what we eat is for not only our health in our mind and body, but also for our face as well. And particularly when it comes to anti-aging and keeping a natural youthful look. So I'd love to start off just by you explaining a little bit about overall the importance of food in anti-aging and naturally looking our best. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is my big passion. So so, tiny bit of background. I actually came from the skincare background. So I was developing skincare products and teaching formulation. And I noticed we'd be using all these vitamins and like plant extracts. And it just got me thinking like the skin isn't a stomach, you know, like why are we putting these things on the skin when we should really be focusing on putting those things inside the skin? Um, Because as I always teach my students like aging, um, youthfulness, health, vitality, all of those things happen at the cellular level. So it's even deeper really than the skin and everything. So everything's happening at the cellular level. So when we're providing the correct materials to every single cell in the body, um, that's when we create that amazing youthful vibrancy, the youthful looks, our skin, glows and you know it's whole body health as well um so beauty isn't just skin deep it's right down in the cells <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure definitely and right down in our cells but definitely in the the middle layer of our skin we have our collagen our elastin and So much of the time, the beauty industry talk about products and topical application when it comes to collagen. But one of the best ways of really helping to boost our collagen is through what we eat, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. I mean, we have special cells in our skin called fibroblasts, which actually create collagen. It's on demand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's very our bodies are very clever and as long as we're providing the correct materials uh, we can keep producing that collagen over and over again Um, so I always think when I see you know collagen supplements or collagen products that it's really like a little bit of a waste of money because we we can actually build that material inside of us all the time and uh, by feeding our bodies the, the materials that we need to create 
that particular protein. Collagen is a protein. Well, let's first of all talk about the foods that aren't good for helping to boost that collagen. So if you were to <laughs> highlight some foods that are actually having the opposite effect, they're breaking down our collagen, they're meaning that we're not building it in the way we should, which foods would you highlight for that? Um, I mean, there isn't really uh, a specific food that kind of destroys it as such. Um, however, because collagen is always like on a tight turnover, that's always being built and broken down, built and broken down. Um, we have to be careful that we're building it back <laughs> at the same rate that we're losing it. And there are ways um, to also decrease how quickly it's lost as well. So for example, there are enzymes um, like collagenase and elastase, which break down your collagen. And certain foods actually um, sort of buffer the effect of those enzymes. So the polyphenols in green tea actually help to sort of buffer the effects of collagenase. So we don't break our collagen down uh, as quickly. So it's kind of it is a bit of a two pronged approach. So you've got to make sure we're not breaking it down too quickly. But then also there's foods that help build it as well, because there's certain nutrients that we need to, to build collagen. A lot of us just don't eat enough of those foods, quite frankly, because we we live in a world where <laughs> our diets are a little bit manipulated by marketing and things. And we don't always eat in, in a way that it sort of beautifies us as, as it could <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, um, well, I, I know that it's massively affected by marketing, but also lots of other things through mm. stress, through busy yeah. lifestyles, um, through convenience. Lots of things mean that perhaps we're not eating the foods which have got the nutrients that our, our mind and body and our skin need. I mean, if you were to highlight five top foods that we could all start to include in our diet quite easily, quite simply, to help improve the collagen in the skin. Which five foods would you suggest? Um, well, okay, so some of the top nutrients for building collagen are vitamin C, manganese, and there's a couple of amino acids, lysine and threonine. Um, also, zinc plays a part as well. So uh, for vitamin C, um, there's, I mean, I always recommend uh, oranges because they're easy. Anyone can get hold of oranges. Yes, there are exotic foods that contain more vitamin C, but you know, are we going to eat aceroli uh, cherries on a daily basis <laughs> when oranges are more freely available? Um, so oranges are a really great food for building collagen. Um, then also we have manganese that's very high in pineapple. So myself, I often have a pineapple orange smoothie like every morning or as a snack throughout the day if, if I don't want it in the morning, um, because I know I'm hitting my um, my fibroblasts with the needed manganese and the vitamin C. Um, and then lysine and threonine are basically in most foods. Uh, seaweed is, is one that's got uh, a lot of that in, and different nuts and seeds. And green tea, as I mentioned before, because that helps to buffer the effect of collagenase, so your collagen isn't being broken down as rapidly. So, yeah, basically vitamin vitamin C from your fruits. <laughs> so oranges, always a top choice. Pineapple for the manganese, uh, nuts and seeds for your amino acids, and then the green tea. So if you incorporate those, you're going to be well on your way to building healthy collagen. Absolutely. And I'm really pleased that you mentioned in particular the amino acids. 
I think it's so easy to avoid particularly protein in day-to-day life, particularly when we are going through stress and we're reaching for the very refined foods, high sugar, high carb foods, and actually forgetting about the importance of protein. And we need that for that muscle repair, for helping, like you very well explained, the collagen is a protein. So we need to be feeding it with protein. What protein sources do you usually recommend to your clients, but also in your facelift diet book? Uh, I don't really mention specific protein sources because protein's actually in like pretty much all whole foods um as long as you're you know like you say like avoiding the refined foods which <laughs> are easy to go to when we're stressed and having a bad day um but actually when we eat from when we choose from whole foods it doesn't you know it's even in fruits and vegetables there's actually adequate amino acids in those we don't need to really think like oh i need to eat a protein as such so with my in my face of diet um work um you know i recommend a diet that's high in fruits and vegetables we also include nuts and seeds uh for the amino acids but the amino acids are in everything as long as we're eating the, the biggest problem i see is that people go on diets and they um, massively lower their calorie intake and when we don't eat enough calories in a day for our body's needs that's when we tend to find we actually have a a low protein Uh, if we're eating enough calories then the protein levels tend to sort themselves out by itself it's quite miraculous (laughs) Um, so the problem I see is when I I meet women that have been on uh, sort of like yo-yo dieting or very calorific like you know diets where you really restrict your calories um, that's when I find they got they're not getting the amino acids they need uh, in their diet so I actually work on building overall their diets back up to a correct calorie count because I will say if you're losing calories you're losing nutrients as well they go hand in hand so it's it's more like the whole picture of the full diet and getting enough fuel. If we're getting enough fuel from the correct sources, we tend to automatically be hitting those protein requirements as well. It just kind of comes naturally. It's, it's great because our protein needs are only about 9% of our calorie intake. It's wow. actually quite low. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is absolutely quite low. And 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 yeah. you're right in um, you're right in pointing out particularly things like nuts and seeds because it's so easy to forget to add those into our diet. But also so easy once you get in the habit, you know, putting them in smoothies, putting them on top of porridge, you know, sprinkling them on top of a salad. And they're so they're so tiny that it's so easy to forget. But they are a powerhouse of nutrients that hugely benefit the skin absolutely i mean they're rich in vitamin e for one which is one of the the top um skin you know nutrients so they're they're fabulous and and omega-3 fatty acids from certain seeds like um, flax you know they're they're great to add um i often add you know nut butters like whole nut butters to my smoothies for that powerful punch of amino acids and healthy fats yeah, love a nut butter. Bit of <laughs> almond butter on top of an apple. I love that. <laughs> Such a good combination, right? <laughs> so nice, so nice. And what sort of results when you you work a lot with clients to help them adjust their diet and include more of these sort of whole, natural, healthy foods in order to um, feel healthier? Because I know that you're a real believer in feeling good, but also helping their skin to look better and even more youthful and what results have you seen over the years from your clients that have taken on board your advice 
It's actually astonishing. Like, I, it sometimes even shocks me. And I, you know, and I do a lot of science research before I even advise my clients because I'm a real big believer in like evidence-based um, medicine, you know. And so um, none of this is like just my opinion. So even though I know the science behind it is so solid and sound, I still get shocked when I see the results in my clients and even in my students, because, you know, I run a, a beauty nutrition school. So I train therapists in this work as well. And they start applying it to themselves. And it's amazing. And sometimes it happens in such a short time, like even like a week, you know, when they start applying um, my sort of protocols to their diet, they'll say, you know, they went to the hairdresser and the hairdresser actually commented on how thick their hair was and how much healthier their hair was. Um, their nails will start growing at a rapid rate. They'll notice they have like fewer fine lines. Um, their face starts sharpening up uh, because they lose that kind of puffiness that you get often with a sort of refined refined carbohydrates kind of give you like a bit of a what I call a carb face you know you start getting that puffiness you start looking a bit like dough <laughs> and your face starts sharpening up um there was one of my clients who was in her 50s who always wore makeup because she was trying to cover up the fact that she was starting to look you know her age which is fine obviously um but she wanted to do better and be healthier and you know she posted a picture of herself without makeup on after a few weeks you know following my sort of rules as it were and she was just astonished that she looked better now without makeup on with us because her skin was just in such amazing condition and she uh, and another lady was saying that her husband can't stop grabbing her <laughs> <laughs> that's so, a great so compliment to have <laughs> oh bless her I love, I love it I love the little personal stories you know it's not just about your looks it's like it changes your whole life you feel good too <laughs> Well, that's the thing. When you feel good, you're then oozing that confidence and, mm. you know, and then everyone around you notices that too. It's all so connected, isn't it? That That's the thing. Everything is, is, is so connected. And at the moment, obviously, everyone is getting into that sort of um, Christmas festive period. And I know a lot of people will also be listening to this as we go into early 2021, so into the new year. And it's such a classic time for sort of the whole yo-yo dieting. So the overindulging at Christmas and then the very restrictive diets in January, which are then too restrictive and then end up often with more sort of binge eating by the time February and March comes. I mean, it's very, very classic. Now, what would your advice be for anyone that's now going into sort of the, the Christmas period and then going into that New Year period in terms of just trying to keep a little bit of a balance while still enjoying themselves? Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm a massive believer in enjoying food and eating with abundance. I really don't agree with like, the restrictive mentality at all. My protocol is called the face of diet, but it's diet really is in the verb, not the noun, mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, the way of eating rather than a diet. Um, and it's all about abundance. So it's about like if you start filling your plate with what I call the facelift foods, it just kind of naturally starts edging out the stuff that's not so optimal. So you're still eating in abundance. You can healthify and beautify your favorite foods too. So, you know, at Christmas time, there's a lot of amazing beauty foods in the winter, you know, the different, uh, the colorful squashes, the carrots, the chestnuts, uh, you know, the cabbage, the red cabbage, um, the nuts. There's a lot of nuts around at Christmas. 
So it's it would be about, you know, focus on those foods. And, you know, if you fill up on those, you're less likely to binge out, you know, on a million mince pies. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're full, right? You're full. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be filling up and you're going to enjoy those foods, you're less likely to binge out. What people tend to do at Christmas is like they try and restrict everything so they can binge out on the, the stuff that's not optimal, which then leads them to the big restrictive diets in January. But it's like just enjoy your food. Just just make better choices, but still fill yourself up, you know, enjoy your food, have a jolly merry time. Probably the worst thing at Christmas is the alcohol um, because it's empty calories, it's toxic and it ages you like crazy. If there's anything you should restrict around Christmas and New Year, it is the alcohol. You know, that's really important. Stay hydrated. You know, there's the classic advice of for every alcoholic drink, have have a glass of water. I know it's hard at this time of year <laughs> to restrict anything, especially in lockdown. But, you know, if you want to emerge in the new year glowing and still feeling somewhat vibrant rather than like a slug that's just come out of from under a rock, pick those colorful veggies, pick those nuts and seeds and chestnuts, uh, fill up on those, uh, you know, decrease your alcohol as much as you humanly can. And then you won't need to go so restrictive in January you, you can actually then sort of slide into a naturally wholesome diet afterwards. That's such sensible advice. And at the end of the day, it's all about balance, isn't it? Mm. That's You've thing. got to enjoy yourself. You You've have, got to enjoy your food. You have, absolutely. I mean, it's just finding that lovely balance between joy and then fueling our body with what it needs. Mm indulging sometimes and just trying to balance that out and I I think that's really really sensible advice that you gave do you have any favorite foods yourself oh my goodness so many (laughs) foods so little time I I love I I mean my big passion is fruit not just because it's like the the best facelift food in the world but I genuinely love it like I just think it's it's nature's candy isn't it let's be honest it's delicious it's colorful it's exciting to eat and i love tropical fruit so my treat for myself is i used to live in i lived in thailand for a while and i absolutely love like dragon fruit mm, <laughs> it's, my, yes. it's my massive indulgence and they're very expensive so um now and again i order in a load from a specialist supplier and i just have all these dragon fruits that are around in my kitchen and honestly it's like I get so excited <laughs> to see them because they look amazing as well and yes. they taste amazing. And, you know, it's like a treat because it's indulgent. I, I've spent a lot of money. I've gone to a specialist place. And, you know, for me, that's like a massive, massive treat to do that. But I love I love all foods. I love coconuts as well. I love nuts and seeds. Um, I, I've got an amazing uh, passion for red cabbage. <laughs> Yes. Do you know, I love red cabbage, but I don't think I've had it for about a year. But I should. It's funny, isn't it, how you get out of the habits of of eating things. But yeah, red cabbage is gorgeous. Red cabbage is amazing. And fresh, like, one of the simplest things that I indulge in, like, on a pretty much daily basis is freshly pressed pulpy orange juice from organic oranges that I get, you know, I order in. It's so simple, but it's like, to me, it feels like it's liquid sunshine. You know, it's just, I can feel it as it's going down my body that it's, it just feels so clean and nice. Like it's filling me up with this like amazing, vibrant energy. It makes me feel like sparkly inside. Yeah. 
I love that. And I love how you talked about how it makes you feel because I think sometimes we are so looking for guidance all the time and particular diets, but our body tells us what suits us and what doesn't. And a huge part of being healthy is being intuitive. You know, what suits me might not be what suits you and vice versa. And although there are certain guidelines, you know, like you so wonderfully give us in terms of the fruit and the vegetables and the nuts and the seeds, which are generally good for most people. But some people, for example, a freshly squeezed orange juice, they feel that going down them and it's just amazing. It nourishes the body. And other people say, okay, this this feels okay for me. You know, I'm going to have it now and again, but it, it doesn't feel quite right on my stomach or it doesn't feel quite right in terms of my energy levels. So I'm always such a believer in intuitive eating. I think it's like really important to like listen to definitely how you feel after you've eaten because you know we we live in it i mean i think something like aren't like indigestion meds like the the biggest over-the-counter medication oh wow uh, no i didn't know so, that because we, yeah. we we often live with digestive distress and just accept it like normal like oh everyone has indigestion well we shouldn't have <laughs> we should be okay to eat food and just feel perfectly normal and and even vibrant afterwards rather than slumping and we all know that christmas dinner feeling don't we yeah <laughs> not nice <laughs> yeah you're just dead afterwards <laughs> and that you know yeah fine you no know, now and again but if you're feeling like that after a lot of meals there's something wrong <laughs> yeah completely and that is about tuning in and again we are you know googling away trying to find what is it that suit my stomach and what doesn't but simple food diaries really help as well don't they yeah, just really paying attention, yeah, to what how you feel after after eating. What makes you feel really vibrant and eat more of that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And as lovely as it is to know your your favorite foods, is there any other sort of wellness routines or rituals that you you do in your day as well as your your lovely healthy eating? Oh, absolutely. I mean, especially coming from a skincare background, I'm really into pampering and I have my little set like rituals, like my night. I think it's I think it's really it's really important in this day and age of like quick fixes and technology and fast paced world that we take time out for little rituals. You know, I'm a real big believer in it, especially in bedtime rituals um, where we often in a world where we often just are on like YouTube or TikTok until like midnight. And then we go, oh, God, now I need to go to sleep. And I think it's important to like separate out your day into like night and from night to day with a little ritual and so I do these little beauty rituals so every night I'll do you know I'll really cleanse my face maybe I'll do a face mask I, I brush through my hair and tie it up in a plait so it's neat and tidy you know just like little things like that that, that look I sometimes rub oil into the bottom of my hair to help the ends I mean I dye my hair so <laughs> full disclosure it's not black <laughs> <laughs> it's actually dark brown, but I like it black, so I dye it. And so it, it does get a little bit ratty on the end. So I'm really, I really take care of my body in all ways that I can. You know, I have ADHD too, so I make time for me to sit quietly, so I can, so my brain can process. I'm a big believer in like following your dreams and your passions in life, and having hobbies that fire you up. And you know, I think just 
building a life that you really enjoy is anti-aging on its own. It's carrying on that sort of youthful vibe when we're like 20s and you think you can take on the world and you're invincible. I don't see any reason why that has to go just because we're older. You know, playfulness and attention, paying attention to our bodies, pampering ourselves, doing things that make us feel good. Like that is like my motto in life, really. <laughs> just, like look after yourself just treat your body like the precious miracle it is because it is it is yeah you're so right and that's that's just lovely to hear and and it's so nice how you talk about it all with such joy as well because that's so it's so easy to you know get into a, a wellness routine that we take too seriously but actually having having joy with it all and seeing it is just a really lovely pampering treat is so important um, and finally, I'd love to ask you, Star, what your top tip for inner peace is. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> well, okay, so full disclosure, I have ADHD, so inner peace is sometimes not something I understand. <laughs> is that something you were diagnosed with as a child? No, not till um, an adult, actually. Oh, really? Because so, I'm from, I was born in the 70s, you know, mm -hmm. so it wasn't a label until I was past school age anyway. Yeah. So I got labeled things like disruptive and unfocused and daydreamer, the usual things that someone with ADHD would get diagnosed. Um, so so I've learned to like work around it. But my my thing for inner peace is I, I work out what are the things that put me in flow? You know, when time just goes and you're so in the moment that you don't notice what are those things that put me in that state and how can I do more of them? So for me personally, roller skating is one of them. I love that. I saw that on your website. I was like, that is amazing. <laughs> I love it. Like when I'm on my skates and I've got my music in my ears, it's like nothing else exists. I'm just rolling and I've got quite good now so I can do all these little fancy tricks and turns like a figure skater. But I mean, I didn't used to be able to do that. And just... I don't know. There's something about it. I feel like I'm flying. Yeah. And also I'm dancing at the same time. And I love to dance too. So it's just putting me in that kind of Zen state where time doesn't exist. And the other one is like being in water. So being in the sea. Um, I don't get to do that often because I don't really like the cold sea. But when I'm abroad, <laughs> I do it a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, just it is finding those moments. Like what is it in your life that puts you in that state where you don't notice time passing. Like it doesn't feel like a chore or an activity you're forcing yourself to do. Like, what is it? And just do more of it because that's what I've done. I'm like, right, how can I fit more skating into my life? So I build, I build my timetable now around my skating. <laughs> that's so cool. I love that. Do you do it every day? Not, and sadly, not in winter because it rains and you can't really skate in the rain because it's really bad for your, I'm going to get techie now, sorry. It's really bad for your bearings and your wheels. Um, and you might just slip over as well. There is, there is also the risk of slipping more. Yeah, so I have injured myself quite a number of times skating. Oh, so no. in winter, it's, it's a little bit dicey. I have to like pick my moments. So, but that's why, you know, I'm really grateful that I've built and, and also because of my, I think this is an ADHD thing, we don't like to be scheduled. So I've deliberately built an online business with e-courses um, because it can kind of run without me necessarily being there sometimes. Um, so I've, I've deliberately built my business around my personal needs. Like I put my own needs for well-being and health and vitality first and build my life around that. Yeah. 
that's great. That is the way we should all be living. And I completely agree. I mean, I I do exactly the same thing. Star, thank you so much (laughs) for everything you shared with us. If people would like to get in contact with you, find out more about your courses and everything amazing that you offer online, where can people do that? Um, Sure. Yeah. So my school is Academy of Beauty Nutrition dot com uh, and i also have the face of diet.com which is the the non sort of professional training side of things um so i'm actually in the process of the face of diet.com becoming a bit bigger and i'm adding more recipes and things to it so it's a little bit sparse right now but if you you sign up you will get some free stuff that'll be very helpful uh, i think the 10 the top 10 facelift fruits is something that people could download and uh, get stuck into right away. <laughs> Amazing. Everyone loves some free stuff, so I'm sure everyone will be <laughs> heading right over there. Star, thank you so much for being an amazing guest on the Face Yoga Expert podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.